From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 24th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Northwest Ohio continues to be where the coronavirus is most active in the state. ONN's Dave James reports. Statewide, the Ohio Department of Health says there are currently 496 cases per 100,000 people. Williams and Van Wert counties are both more than twice that rate. Just under twice that rate are Defiance, Allen, and Putnam. Those are the five counties all in northwest Ohio with the highest rates of infection. About 2,400 COVID cases have been reported in those five counties over the past two weeks. Dave James, I went in news. Ohio's new map of congressional districts is facing a constitutional challenge alleging it represents partisan gerrymandering by Republicans. Tracy Townsend has the details. The lawsuit was filed in the Ohio Supreme Court by the National Democratic Redistricting Committee's legal arm on behalf of a group of Ohio voters. It challenges a map of U.S. House districts passed last week without Democratic support and signed into law Saturday by Republican Governor Mike DeWine. According to the suit, the map is even more rigged than its predecessor. Ohio's ruling Republicans assert the map does not unduly favor either political party. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor Mike DeWine yesterday defended his signature on that controversial congressional map. More from Yolanda Harris. Governor Mike DeWine signed a map splitting Ohio up into new voting districts, but now lawsuits are underway claiming they're biased against Democrats. DeWine said the map had more competitive districts. He was asked how he defines a competitive district. I think by whatever definition you use, there's going to be more competitive districts in the bill that I signed than in the proposal that was put forward by by the Democrats. The governor added he thinks there are other factors involved in who wins a district, including how much money is raised during the race, as well as who the incumbent is. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio health officials suggested yesterday all Ohioans should take a COVID-19 test before a holiday gathering. Andrew Kinsey has more. The Department of Health says this comes as the state sees an increase of 23% in hospitalizations. ICU admissions also increasing by 15%. ODH says new data shows counties with the highest vaccination rates have lower case numbers. It's a further demonstration of the protective impact of vaccination and a hope a further encouragement for every Ohio to make the choice to get the vaccine. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Toledo has recorded 64 homicides so far this year, topping the record for all of last year of 62. Any homicide is bad, but when we hit a milestone like we did last year and this year, and it's only November 23rd, it's, it's disheartening. That's Toledo Police Chief George Crawl. He adds witnesses and victims in Toledo are not cooperating with police, making solving those crimes that much more difficult. No one is talking to us. We, we had a victim who was shot on the east side a few weeks ago, and I'm not exaggerating, seven, eight, ten times when our detectives got to his hospital room, he looks up, he goes, I I don't remember anything and and refused to talk. Three Ohio pharmacy chains say they plan to appeal after a jury found them responsible for part of the opioid epidemic. Tracy Townsend has the latest. The judge's ruling came down Tuesday and it involves two Ohio counties, Lake and Trumbull County, but it could be a precedent for other lawsuits related to the epidemic. The defendants in the civil case are CVS, Walmart and Walgreens. Attorneys for Lake and Trumbull counties argued they supplied opioids to pill mills and rogue prescribers. 
All three of the retailers deny those claims, saying they just filled legal prescriptions. It's unclear how much money the judge will decide those retailers have to pay. I'm Tracy Townsend. Over the next six months, Ohio will join a growing number of states whose highway troopers are equipped with body cameras. Dave James has the story. Governor Mike DeWine joined Ohio State Highway Patrol Superintendent Richard Fambro yesterday to announce the program's kickoff. DeWine says the $15 million program includes distribution and installation of 1,550 new body cameras. This new system will integrate new dash cameras, new rear seat cameras, and new body cameras into a single system that will simultaneously record the interactions between our troopers and those driving on our highways. When the lights and sirens start rolling, so will the body cameras. They'll be distributed in batches through May. Dave James, in News. In Virginia, a federal jury yesterday awarded $26 million in damages in connection with the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville that involved an Ohio man crashing his vehicle into a crowd of counter-protesters. More from Yolanda Harris. The jury found white supremacists and neo-Nazi organizers at the rally engaged in a conspiracy to intimidate, harass, or harm during the rally in 2017. The jury did not reach a verdict on two federal conspiracy charges. The man who drove a car into the crowd, killing a woman and injuring 19 more, will have to pay more than half of the damages owed. James Alex Fields Jr. is currently serving a life sentence for the crime. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Ohio Department of Transportation says nearly 2.2 million Ohioans are expected to travel for Thanksgiving between Wednesday and Sunday. Olivia Eugenio has more with ODOT spokesman Matt Bruning. ODOT says a few quick and easy tips for drivers. Follow the speed limit, limit distractions, drive sober, buckle up, and the big one, be patient. You're in a hurry and suddenly things start popping up that delay you, whether it be a construction work zone, whether it be just a crash, whether it be just heavy congestion. And people get frustrated, they get in a hurry, and they just kind of forget those important things about driving. ODOT says drivers should also watch out for roadside crews and make sure to move over. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. It has been a couple of busy days at the airport in Columbus. Tino Ramos reports. John Glenn Columbus International Airport officials tell us that they do expect some 15,000 passengers to filter through today, and that means more delays trying to get to your gate. There were some concerns at the airport that they wouldn't have enough TSA employees, but watching the lines yesterday, people were getting through security slowly but surely. We estimated times between 15 and 30 minutes. John Glenn Columbus International Airport, Tino Ramos. And the University of Cincinnati Bearcats are solidly in the college football playoff picture, ranked fourth behind only Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama in the new list that came out last night. Angela Ann has more. Head football coach Luke Fickle, who was also a former OC Buckeye, had this to say last night. I don't know that I've ever had this good of a team with 30-some seniors that I think it means uh, something a little bit different to those guys that uh, you know have kind of battled through all of what they battled through. UC will hit the road Friday for their final game of the regular season against East Carolina University. I'm Angela Ann. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.